Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. On ESPN Radio, ESPN2. The ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, along with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. Been talking a ton today about the Eagles' victory in overtime over the Buffalo Bills. You can weigh in on that at 888-SAY-ESPN on the Dr. Pepper call-in line about Josh Allen. Specifically, we've been discussing the idea of Josh Allen as to whether or not he is the reason the Bills are always in it or always out of it. But yesterday... We saw a brutal game uh, between New England and the Giants. I mean, there were no winners in that game, obviously. Uh, the Giants won 10-7, which Giants fans on this show, Chris Canty and Nuno, are not our producer, not happy because it hurts their draft status. That's where we're at with this matchup here. And um, New England clinches a losing season under Bill Belichick. They split uh, the first half and second half. Mac Jones gets benched. He's the worst quarterback in the NFL. And Billy Ooh. Zappi comes in. And Tommy DeVito is clearly for the Giants better than both of them, and it's not even close. But let me ask you guys something. I was thinking about this. Bill Belichick seemingly forever, and I believe this, is the most prepared coach we've ever seen. No circumstances, no situations. Knows what's coming next. Can look into a situation and say, if I do this, then that. He's rarely, if ever, surprised by things. Do we think he's surprised by the outcome this year? Or do you think he actually knew what was going to happen this year? No, nah, man, there's no way he could know that they were going to start out 2-9. and nine. Come on, Ev, stop it now. There's no way he knew this was going to happen. There's no way he knew that Chad Ryland was going to miss a field goal to send the game into overtime that was less than an extra point in terms of distance. There's no possible way. Although... Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that was for the best because who really wanted to watch more of that game? That might have been that might have been like Chad Ryland might need a game ball. He might be the real hero in all of this just because he ended the 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 madness, the awfulness that was Giants Patriots. I, I just it was it was a bad brand of football all the way around. And one thing that I would say is at least the Giants defense is has been one of the the constants there. Um, we did get some interesting news with the Giants. I'm sure we're going to get to it later about the defensive coordinator and the head coach not seeing eye to eye. But it's clear to me, like, th- there is nothing to be excited about if you're a Patriots football fan moving forward beyond the draft pick. And even with the draft pick, you're worried that the head coach might not do – well, head coach slash general manager might not do what it takes in order to develop said draft pick properly. Yeah, Bill Belichick is football operations. So are you suggesting that he's surprised with how badly he put this team together? Yeah, I'm actually asking that question. So he's surprised by himself? No, well, I'm asking the question here. (laughs) And the point that I'm getting at is, are we sure this wasn't a tank from the beginning? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm just asking, I'm asking the question. I don't think so. No. I mean, it all starts and ends with the quarterback play. He's horrible. And he chose the quarterback. Yeah, he's horrible. So I don't know what the rationale would be there, that they were going to 
choose Mac Jones, find a way to mess him up to this possible degree, or the pick was just that bad to begin with, in order to what? Somehow maybe be in the conversation to get Caleb Williams? I mean, Evan, your chances for the number one pick did go up to 15%, so you have that to rest your laurels on over the weekend. But I don't think... Uh, for someone with the resume of Bill Belichick, with the pride of of a man like Bill Belichick, that he would assemble a team in order to tank in this manner. Yeah, and it's not that I'm saying he assembled it to tank necessarily. It's just the moment that you see that Mac Jones isn't it, and he's not going to revert back to what he did in year one as a rookie under Josh McDaniels when, remember, he beat out Cam Newton. It's not that Cam Newton was coming off of some unbelievable season, but he's Cam mm-hmm. Newton, right? He was in a former MVP, and, and even in his worst day, Cam's going to get you two or three yards just running the football. He's an he's a athletic specimen, right? He's unbelievable. Yeah. And teammates loved him, and he, and he beat him out for the job. And then he's gotten worse every single year after that that I just don't understand what has happened here so quickly because they do individually have some decent players on the defensive side of the ball, and yeah, there are injuries, but they are horrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. And the thing, CeCe, that I keep coming back to for me is I still want him back next year, and I, I don't have much of an argument anymore as to why because what people are doing, I would say 99% of people out there are saying, let's split Belichick's Patriots career into two obvious portions, the Brady portion and the post-Brady portion. And the last four years without Brady have been an utter nightmare, right? They've been terrible. Sure, they made the playoffs once. But if you look at a four-year stretch and just those four years, you're saying get rid of him off of those four years. And I can't say that's unfair anymore. What I'm doing is taking into account the 20 years or so prior, which 99% of people are saying you're dumb to do that, and they may be right. And I'm dumb. I'll admit to that on this. But I still want him. Well, I do. yeah, you can, st- you can still want him just because of the history and what he means to the franchise. But there is a shelf life to coaches. I-, I get it that it's a lot longer runway than players have. But there is a shelf life to coaches. And Belichick is the second oldest coach in the National Football League. And I would beg to argue that there's no individual that has more control over a franchise that's a non-owner than Bill Belichick does. And so when it comes to the confidence meter and him being able to to get this team back on track and, and get this program on solid footing, I just don't have it. I mean, the loss yesterday clinched his third losing season in the last four years. It's been five years since the Patriots won a playoff game. It's over. And it's okay. All good things have to come to an end. It's time to rip the Band-Aid off and move on to another voice in the organization and and – quite frankly, another voice that's in the front office too, and try to reestablish the standard of excellence in New England. Because Bill Belichick is not going to be the one to do that. You need to find the people that are going to do that for the foreseeable future. Evan, I'm going to try to have an intervention with you and explain it through terms of my life lived in sports, okay? Uh, My version of your Bill Belichick experience is Tony La Russa with the Cardinals. Mm. Just a sustained level of excellence, a tactician, kind of like Belichick, always would find your weakness, would know when to get players, when to let players go. He was the greatest that I have ever seen. Now, at a certain point in his career, the Chicago White Sox era, round two, there towards the end, the message did not resonate the structure, the composition of the way he wanted to manage and build build teams, it didn't translate anymore. The end of the road was there. And I feel like we're getting there with Bill Belichick. And it was really tough for me to see that happen to TLR because that's my guy. 
But I knew that it was over. It's a very difficult pill to swallow. But at some point, it just doesn't work anymore. The system refuses to operate in the same manner. And you're going to have to get to this point with Bill Belichick because if you're a Patriots fan, you can't really have this go on for much longer if you want to see a different result. I get it. I totally understand the comparison. I understand all of it. But I just... I look at Belichick as the coach of the Patriots for the last 25 years or whatever it is. And I think most people, and fairly, I'll acknowledge this, look at him as the coach of the Patriots the last four years. In the last four years, if you isolate that and you don't have the previous 20, every coach in the league gets fired. But, and I understand that. Yes, but also we're, we're looking at these data points. It's a collaborative effort. It, it, you don't have that much sustained success without a bunch of people pouring in. It's impossible. But Bill Belichick is not the same without Tom Brady. Josh McDaniels is not the same guy without Tom Brady. When are we going to come to the conclusion that number 12 was a huge reason why we <laughs> view these guys through the lens that we view them? And without that, without him, they're not the same. But who's arguing otherwise? Nobody's arguing but otherwise on that. But you still want him to come back. And he's not without Tom Brady there under center. I just don't think you're going to get a different version. Yeah, and I get it. But what I guess I have a shot at, which – you know, may or may not be true is do I finally get another finally do I get another (laughs) version of a great quarterback in either Drake May or Caleb Williams? And if I'm going to entrust that development to someone, I would love to trust it to Belichick. Now, here's the counter. I understand it because CC has every right and I see him smiling to say, oh, really? You do? Had that development go with Mac Jones? And I get it. This is the whole point of why we're having this conversation today is I understand I had a leg to stand on. I don't even have a toe to stand on anymore. Like I, there's, I understand that I'm on an island alone, and I don't even know that Belichick agrees with me anymore. Belichick, as, as Buster Only, ESPN Baseball Insider, was the first person to bring this up. He reached out to CC. He came on the air with us, and he said, use the Belichick model against Belichick. We said, what do you mean? He said, well, Belichick evaluating everyone at all times. How would Belichick evaluate Belichick? That's where you don't have a response because the guy over the last four years has, has been awful. And I under, not he's been awful, but the team's been awful based on their standards. I yeah. get it. I get it. No, under anyone's standards. Are they going to win another game, guys? I mean, we're sitting here batting at all of this stuff around. Are they going to win another game? I'm sitting here looking at the schedule. They got the Chargers on the road against the Steelers, home against the Chiefs, on the road against the Denver Broncos, Buffalo Bills, and then their regular season finale is in Foxborough against the Jets. Are they going to win another game? I would probably point to Week 18 against the Jets as their best opportunity. But that ain't saying much. They have the worst offense in the league. Their offense is worse than the Giants or Jets right now. Matter of fact, the Giants were the worst scoring offense in the NFL going into yesterday's game. And, and the Patriots offense look worlds away worse than what the Giants were bringing to the party. I just Are they going to win another game? I mean, we are talking about this team – being a 13, 14, 15 loss team. That, that is the state of affairs in New England. If that ends up being the case, if you end up being 3 and 14 or 2 and 15, how in the hell can you justify bringing Belichick back? I think they may win this week. You heard me right. I'll get, how about this, CC? Let me lay it all out for you. They beat the Chargers, the Chargers fire Staley. Oh Belichick God. opens up the job for himself. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my God. <laughs> just saying. Oh my God.
No. They beat the Chargers. This is just wishful thinking by you. You just want Bill Belichick to land on his feet. You 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 have so much reverence for the man that you can't actually see what the coach and the personnel decision maker has done to your franchise. That's that's sad. You you can't see it because you're in it. Loving eyes can never see, as my mom always says. That's you looking at Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. You can't see what's clear and obvious to everybody else. That his time there is over, and it's okay. 24 years, a quarter century, you had a nice run, dog. I'm just saying, three of the last four years have been losing seasons. He's only got four losing seasons since he's been there, and I think his first year was the last losing season that we're talking about pr- prior to the last four. Yep. So I just I, – I just – I, Ev, he, he, he's not the coach anymore, and it's okay. They got to move on, get a GM – Get a new head coach, get a new quarterback, have them all on the same timeline, have the same kind of alignment that you want with functional franchises when it comes to the most consequential people in the organization. Get that in place. It's clear and obvious that moving forward, it shouldn't be Bill Belichick. You know what's going to be so fun? No. When the Patriots and Bill Belichick part ways, you and I can be free agent fans together. All right, enough out of you. Will you please? I mean, you already cursed could, Joe Burrow. Now I you got to curse me. Burrow. Now you got to curse me. We could find oh, a team God. together, Evan. We could be teammates in, a, in finding a new team to cheer for together. You know, on this show. Well, I thought you were an Eagles fan. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, I thought oh, yeah, you were an Eagles I'm fan. I'm all in on the Eagles. <laughs> on you're, all in on, you're all in on the <laughs> Eagles. Yeah. There's, one, there's one player in particular, right? One, one player in particular. How do you not want to cheer for Jalen Hurts? <laughs> uh, beautiful setup, Cece. <laughs> beautiful. Uh, you know, on this show, we always like to assign songs for different things, right? We have our Purdy, Brockin' All Night Long, yeah. All Game Long. So you're saying for me with the Pats, it's, it must have been love. <laughs> But it's over now. That's what I need to do. Pretty yeah. woman soundtrack. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. So not much upside on my uh, singing voice there. But coming up, we will have our Upside Performer of the Weekend, brought to you by Upside. If you want to earn enough cash to see your team play without having to pick up a side gig, you need Upside. It's a free app that gets you cash back on gas, groceries, dining, and more, so you can earn real cash just for stocking up on the essentials you need. Filling up your tank to go tailgate? Earn an average of $0.11 cents per gallon with Upside. Stocking up for a watch party? Get an average of 7% back on groceries picking up a pizza upside earns you an average of 10 percent back at restaurants these earnings add up quickly frequent upside users earn an average of 340 dollars each year and that's real cash back you can cash out directly to your bank account paypal or redeem as a gift card to spots like amazon walmart and more download the upside app join 5 million americans who have already earned over 500 million dollars in cash back use promo code football when you download the upside app for an extra 25 cents per gallon back on your first fill up that's promo code football download the free Upside app today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So, what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends, and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle work, picking the kids up from school, running errands you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online 
and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Along with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. Time now for our top performers of the weekend, brought to you by Upside. Upside earns you real cash back on essentials, so you can win even when your team doesn't. All right, let's get our top performers brought to you by Upside. Then we will hit the phones at 888-SAY-ESPN on NFL Week 12. And I know a lot of people still want to weigh in on Josh Allen and the Bills losing in overtime at the best team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles. Smalls, what do you have for your upside top performer of the weekend? My upside performer of the weekend is in the college football ranks, guys. I'm giving it to Jalen Milrow, quarterback, Alabama. He had 259 passing yards, two touchdowns. He rushed for 107 yards and that nail-biting victory for Alabama over Auburn, 27-24 in the Iron Bowl. But that pass that he connected with Isaiah Bond, corner of Mm. the end zone to win the game. He is my upside performer of the week. You heard him after the game saying, give me the Heisman. He wants it. And Alabama has won 10 straight games. They go on to face number one Georgia this Saturday in the SEC championship games. Jalen Milrow keeping his team's hopes alive for the playoff. I want them in the top four. Uh, Cece, you are the ESPN bet expert. Do we know (laughs) if we can bet on next year's Heisman on ESPN bet? Because I'll bet money right now Jalen Milrow (laughs) is going to win next year's Heisman trophy. I don't know if that's on the board quite just (laughs) yet. But, yeah, we definitely want to be one of the first ones in on that one because that's going to be – that's going to be a little bit spicy once 2024 rolls around. I guess my upside top performer, I have to go with another Alabama quarterback named Jalen, don't I? Like, I just have, like, anytime you have five touchdowns in a game, three passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, you have to be included in our performance of the weekend, don't you? Yes. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts, man. I'm going to go, like, listen, it didn't get out to a great start, only seven points in his first seven drives in that game against the Bills. He had a, a couple of ugly turnovers, including the exchange to Kenneth Gainwell. That was just a debacle, and he had to pick. But all in all, Jalen Hurts turned it on when he needed to, right? I mean, having the last six drives that he had result in 30 points for the Eagles, and especially with the game-winning touchdown in overtime, just the way that this guy is able to engineer drives. I mean, even the field goal at the end of regulation, he throws an absolute dime to Devontae Smith on an over route to be able to set up points for them. So Jalen Hurts never flustered, never panics. He's always going to give his team a chance to win the football game, and that's why you're talking about the Eagles being undefeated at home and going back-to-back 10-1 starts from last year to this year. So Jalen Hurts, my upside performer of the weekend. Love it. Uh, I'm going to give you my upside performer of the weekend, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, Mike McDaniel. Now, you're asking, well, why him? Because they're a big win against the Jets? Because he wore cool clothes going in and out of the stadium? Well, yeah, those, those are important. 
But the story that was told on Prime by Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit about when Mike McDaniel was the was a coach, I think a running backs coach, with the Sacramento Mountain Lions <laughs> of the United Football League, okay? And he was out one night, and he saw one of his players out dancing with a young lady. He goes up to the player and says, what are you doing? You should not be out here. Go home. The player obviously thought that he was in trouble, that he was breaking curfew, whatever it was. Um, And Mike McDaniel did that per the story because he actually wanted to cut in and dance with the young lady that the player was dancing with. That is now Mike McDaniel's wife. You can't be more of a top performer than that. That he is using his power as a coach to say to a player, go home. You don't see Tom Coughlin doing that to Canty at a club one night. Hey, get out of here. Pre-marriage. Get out of here. I see you dancing. I'm <laughs> even playing that in my head. I that's, start dirt, that's, dirt, that's dirty. That's dirty by Mike McDaniel, man. That's that is visual, dirty. I, I, I kind of respect it, though. All is fair in love and war. I respect it. Because he, he chose and he decided to use what he had to get what he wanted. I respect it. I don't like it. It's dirty, but I respect it. I but respect imagine it. that in your scenario, Cece. Earlier in life, you're single. You're totally doing everything that's well-behaved and yeah. fine, right? You're just dancing. And yeah. thinking about your specific coaches, Al Groh, Bill Parcells, I, I, I don't think I don't think any of them coaches go into the establishments that I was going to if. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's a problem I would have had to worry about. But if they did, Cece, if, if Tom Coughlin comes up and says, you're not dancing with her anymore and cuts in, Tom are you Coughlin letting him do it? I would, have so, I would have so much more respect for Tom Coughlin if he was in the places I was in and decided he wanted to cut in. That's my coach. I'm never playing for another coach in the NFL, and that's what Tom Coughlin did. There's no way. So Tom no Coughlin way. comes in, he's wearing khakis and a sweater. Tom, Tom Coughlin throwing one. Making it rain, <laughs> man. You're saying, okay, coach. Hi, coach. I'm with you, dog. All yours. Go ahead. Shoot your Giants shot, buddy. By, Giants by a million. <laughs> they come in, Jerry Reese or whoever the general manager at the time. Hey, CC, I know you're making X amount of dollars. We're gonna have to divide that in half. Am I still playing for the guy man, who met I'll me in the club? League. I'm, I'm good. League. I'm good. I play league minimum for that dude. <laughs> he, uh, that's a coach that understands me. Yeah, where you can understand my lifestyle that way. That's oh a coach that God. understands me. That's amazing. I have full, I have full confidence in what coach is doing. <laughs> Thinking about the older coaches going to the clubs with the players. Like think oh about Belichick. Out. Think about Marv Levy back in the day with the. Now, with I the will. Bills. I will say this: Ab, there yeah. was an owner. On the team that I played with once upon a time that used to be out regularly in the spots that the players kicked it at. I think oh, I know which team I'll let that you is. use your imagination to figure out who that was. Just so people don't have to Google or look it up if they're driving here. Um, Chris played for um, the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, and the Baltimore Ravens. You know, yeah. who, I, you know who I want to see in the club? Andy Reid. Andy Reid in the club? I want to see Andy Reid in the club. Hey, and I know a lot of Andy places Reed have free buffet, right? He's the guy that's ordering cheeseburgers and wings in the club. Totally. Like I'm, order, I'm ordering food first. The Let me take a look at the right menu. <laughs> oh, boy. Mike McDaniel, upside performer oh of the weekend, God. somehow just led us to Andy Reid at the free buffet. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> let's talk to um, Simeon in Florida. What's up, Simeon? <laughs> Great connection. This is an amazing connection on the phone here. What's going on? Can you guys hear me? I I, I guess, yeah. All right. All I was—I don't know if you guys can hear me now. I got a—I got a work truck that's going. But anyway, the point is, as far as Josh Allen is concerned, I love Josh Allen. I'm a Bills fan. I love Josh Allen. He's my quarterback. But at the end of the day, I love him like a parent loves his child. You gotta hold him accountable. Too many picks. I saw the stat yesterday: eight picks. 
in a row or eight games in a row with the pick. This is ridiculous. We're going to have to fill up rivers, this guy. He's going to be so good with us or for however long we have him in his career, but he's not leaving us to go hurt us with another team. He's not pulling a Marshawn Lynch and going to the Seahawks. He's not pulling a Don Beebe going to the, to the Green Bay Packers. He's not pulling a Robert Woods going to the Rams. And all, gonna, all those guys won Super Bowls. We're not going to let Josh Allen go and hurt us somewhere else. Phillip Rivers him. Keep him until he's old and can't hurt us. And, and thanks for the phone call. Yeah, you made the, the right comparison. He's, he's one of the two Charger quarterbacks. He's either Phillip Rivers or Dan Fouts. Everybody mm. compares him to Favre. Favre won a Super Bowl and got to another one. Yeah. He's Phillip Rivers or Dan Fouts. Somebody that puts up ridiculous numbers. Somebody that you look at and say, Hall of Fame caliber player. Tons of mistakes. Absurd yardage. Touchdowns, etc. But no team overall success in the biggest of games. Right? Yeah. I guess. I, I just can't forget that wild overtime Chiefs-Bills playoff game because I'm convinced that only Patrick Mahomes could have stopped the Bills from winning that game and had the Bills won that and it's revisionist history I'm convinced that they would have won a Super Bowl so I always default back to that game and that version of Josh Allen because I do feel like he's capable of getting his team there and being the reason why they win a game now they didn't win that game but I do think that he has it in him yeah, but as you said, they didn't win that game. But that's, that's because of Patrick Mahomes' greatness, not because of Josh Allen. Yeah, but again, they didn't win that game. All right, coming up, <laughs> CeCe will tell us stories about going to clubs with Dick Vermeil and Marv Levy. Next on Sportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Milrose stands in, lets everybody get downfield, still standing. He throws into the end zone. He caught it. It's caught! It's caught by Isaiah Bond! Caught by Isaiah Bond in the corner of the end zone! Touchdown, Alabama! The Crimson Tide with 32 seconds to go in the ballgame. Not really a difficult decision for Nuno, Pat, and the entire production team. 
on the Good Hands Moment of the Week, brought to you by Allstate. With insurance from Allstate, you'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. Along with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. If Nuno and Pat shows anything else other than the call, Eli Gold, Learfield, Alabama Radio Network, of the 4th and 31 touchdown for Alabama, I, I mean, that would be the worst decision of any producer ever in the history of radio. <laughs> that what we saw on what a day on Saturday. Awesome. Michigan beats Ohio State thirty to twenty four. They've won three in a row over Michigan. Sean Moore, mm. their head coach, give them all the credit. Their head coach, in, in, interim head coach for now, because he's going to be someone's full time head coach later. I think that's pretty damn clear. Maybe even Michigan's. That guy is legit. Obviously, and what he has shown, uh, they win that game. And then Alabama, you think, is dead and gone, mistake after mistake, and a fourth and 31, the Milrow miracle, the nightmare at Jordan Hare, however you want to say it. Once again, the Iron Bowl, better than the game. That's right. I said it. Iron Bowl, better than the game. Every year it feels that way. Michigan, Ohio State is not what Alabama Auburn is. Sorry. I said it. Yeah, I'm not taking it there. Oh, I did. Everybody (laughs) expected Alabama to win. We didn't think the drama would be there. But Michigan-Ohio State lived up to all of the hype. That was an amazing game that came down to the wire. And the pass rush from Michigan was able to affect Kyle McCord, and he ultimately ended up making a mistake, throwing a pick to Rod Moore, and that was a game. So, I mean, I – I don't think that anything happened in that game that would say it didn't live up to the billing. I, I get it. The drama uh, with, the, with the, 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 the fourth and forever for the Alabama Crimson Tide, Jalen Milrow being able to connect with Isaiah Bond, I, Bond, I get it. But, I mean, the game, Ohio State-Michigan, was absolutely phenomenal. Both games were great. Yeah, I love that that Jalen Milrow touchdown pass, Isaiah Bond. The Grave Digger is the name of the play at the end there. And shout out to Tommy Reese, the Alabama offensive coordinator. That offense and the growth of Jalen Milrow throughout the season has really been remarkable. It was a great game, Evan. A nail-biting game right down to the end. But I don't know how you could say it was better than Michigan-Ohio State. I mean, we know that people's happiness for an entire 365 hinges on whether Ohio State or Michigan wins that game. You had two of the best team, teams in the country. All the drama happening with Jim Hart off the field we're having the conversation today about Ryan Day and his future with Ohio State because he lost three in a row to Michigan that Mm -hmm. was an unbelievable game and it definitely definitely lived up to the billing I think that was the best game of the weekend yeah I get it and it's not that I'm saying it wasn't good I just thought that Alabama Auburn was more entertaining for me but let's go there in terms of Ryan Day and Ohio State because CC was on this a few weeks ago goes on first take on Friday and makes the, the statement that he has been making which is in essence are we sure Ryan Day is safe if they lose this game the third in a row? And Dan Orlovsky was on with him and kind of gave that look of, what did you just say? Then Stephen A. Whoops, swoops right in and says, oh, no, no, he's right about that, that I've talked to some people that there is stuff around Ryan Day. I truly believe Ohio State fans today, if you gave them the choice post-Michigan loss, if you gave them the choice, one of two things could happen today. Either you get a spot in the college football playoff or you move on from Ryan Day, I truly believe they would want to move on from Ryan Day over the spot in the college football playoff. Because a spot in the college football playoff does not guarantee a championship, and I think the Ohio State fan, in my opinion, is so ridiculously fed up with Ryan Day, and I don't think they should be to this extent, but they are so fed up with him that I think they want him gone at any cost right now. 
Well, it's not just the Ohio State fans. It's the former players, too. Maurice Claret was on X over the weekend, and he says, Ryan Day, love you, bro, but you got to go. Can't get paid $9 million a year and lose three straight. That, that, that's a former player right. saying that about the program. They're fed up with it, and it's like it's on a loop. It's the same thing over and over again. You get bullied up front. Michigan ran the ball as much as they wanted to. 39 times for 156 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, Donovan Edwards and Blake Court just took turns. At some point, you got to be able to stop that. Now, they did make a push in that third quarter and, and, and in the fourth quarter. Like, they made a push late in the second half in order to make it a one-possession game and make it a closely contested game. But at some point, something about that has to change if you're if you're going to get to where you want to go. And Ohio State has to know that, you know, and Ryan Day has to know, like, hey, this is the standard that you're judged by. Can you win this game? Because if you can't win this game, then we're not going to be able to ascend to the heights that we believe our program belongs. That's just the fact of the matter. Mm-hmm. CC, if I made you the AD right now at Ohio State, would you get rid of Ryan yes, Day? Yes, gone. Gone. I mean, I'm one of the premier programs in all of college football. I'm one of the five best programs in all of college football. You, 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 you're going to get the best and the brightest lining up to get that job. There's no question about it. I, I, I don't think Ohio State has to be married to Ryan Day because they can't get somebody that could be comparable or somebody that could potentially represent an upgrade. But you got to do something different because at this point, you're getting the same results which is running into the buzzsaw that is Michigan. And based on how Jim Harbaugh has that program set up, they're not going nowhere no time soon. That's a very fragile place to be, though. That's a very delicate place that you want to be because just because you are one of the preeminent programs in college football does not mean that if you move on from Ryan Day, whoever you bring in next is going to be able to execute in the same manner. I look at programs like Texas or like USC that should theoretically, be in the college football playoff every single year based on their pedigree and the resources that they have available. And that doesn't mean that they can get it done. So even though Ryan Day has lost three straight to Michigan, I would just be real careful if you're an Ohio State fan because you might get what you want that you move on from him, and it might not be as good on the other side. But Smalls, the last time they did that, they moved on from a coach that lost three straight. They ended up getting Jim Tressel. Worked out pretty good for Ohio State. Yeah, and I bet you, CC, they may not say it out loud, but I bet you every Ohio State fan right now wants Urban Meyer back. I'm telling you, I bet you every one of them wants Urban Meyer back. It's 7-0. and How can you argue with 7-0 and in the game? Like those little gold pants things that they give out yeah, to the winner of that necklaces. game? Yeah, they, they, 7-0. and Like that, that's what it comes down to. How many of those do you got? They talked about it. Like 7-0. and like him and Charles Woodson are sitting there on the set of the pregame show, and they've got chains on, and it shows three and zero for Charles Woodson because he's three and zero in the game, and Urban Meyer seven and zero. That is the state. That's how you're judged. How many of those games do you have on your resume? And for Ohio State, that feels like that's the the the, the bar or the or, or the standard that's 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 not necessarily written out, but that's understood. If you lose three of those games in a row then all of a sudden your job security is on the line. Because we saw that with John Cooper, who has the second most wins in program history to Woody Hayes. And they got him up out of there in short order after losing three in a row. And guess what? They hired Jim Trestle, and then they went on a pretty good run. So I I just – I will say this, Smalls. You're right. It's a risk because you could get a coach that's not as good as Ryan Day. But the program can't be seen as being stagnant. 
they have to find a way to move it forward. And right now, I think the only way that they can do that is by moving on from Ryan Day. Amazing. Considering, and, and obviously is not the only person who feels this way. He is 56-7, and seven, I believe, at Ohio State. He's 40-3 and three in the Big Ten. He's one in, I'm sorry, 30, um, yeah, 40 and three in the Big Ten. And he is, what, 39 and 0 or something like that against everybody else or 49. Like he hasn't lost against anybody in the Big Ten but Michigan. And that's all that people obviously care about when it comes to Ryan Day. All right, coming up, I'm over it. But first, of course, we are brought to you by Upside, the free app that gets you cash back on gas, groceries, and dining. If you're filling your tank, cash back. Craving pizza, cash back. Stocking up on your tailgate snacks, Lots of cash back. Frequent Upside users earn an average of $340 each year. That's enough to go see your favorite team this Sunday. Download the free Upside app and use promo code FOOTBALL for an extra 25% cents, excuse me, per gallon back on your first fill-up. Promo code FOOTBALL. Download Upside today. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right. 100, 100 times, times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. I'm over it here on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Pat Costello, our producer. You know what? I'm going to shout out Pat. He works nonstop. Love it. Works every day, basically, at ESPN Radio. Was producing Saturday morning. Randy Scott, Aaron Goldhammer. Booked a great guest on that show at around 11 a.m. Eastern time. <laughs> Who was it? Me. Um, and, and, then, and then yesterday, best week ever, Peter Burns, Courtney Cronin, and Pat. Of course, now he's happy with them, miserable with us. Go ahead, Pat. I don't like all this positivity that you're throwing my way. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Uh, I'm already over holiday traffic. It's just the worst. It's the worst part about the holidays. Uh, it just makes you realize that like not everyone deserves to have a driver's license. We should be retesting people, I think. But like, use Amazon, get an Uber or something, but like, get off the roads. You're just getting in everybody's way. You're wasting my time and everyone else's, and you're a liability. Um, how are so we is the- it holiday traffic traveling to fa- to see family members during the holidays, or is it holiday traffic going to buy gifts? Like, yeah, what, what just, holiday traffic do you want to eliminate? There's more people out and about going to buy gifts around the holidays, and I'm so sick of it. Like, oh, more people plan better. 
by yeah, presence those, earlier. Those people, those people are kind of strange to me. I'm going to be honest. If you're not on the online shopping wave, it's a little weird. I, I, I'm, I don't know if I can get on board with it. It's like, why are you choosing to go out in crowds of people and, and, and have to fight for, I guess, holiday specials, giveaways, BOGOs? Like, why, why, why are you throwing bowls for BOGOs? Like, I, I just, that's the part of it I, I don't think makes a whole lot of sense. It's a complete and utter waste of time when you can buy the same stuff online from the comfort and convenience of your home. Bows for Bogos is an unbelievable sentence right there. <laughs> but I could not disagree with you guys more. Yesterday, I was with my family here in New York City. We had gone up to St. Patrick's Cathedral on Fifth Avenue, and we were walking down Fifth Avenue. They have the unbelievable Christmas displays in all the big department stores. We saw the tree at Rock Center. And I was saying to my family, I miss when Christmas shopping felt eventful, when you would have that day where you would go out and you would you – know, look for the thing that you wanted to give somebody or really scour for a meaningful gift. To your point, now it's so easy. It's like click, done. It fe- it feels less special to me because we don't have that experience around the shopping anymore. So, Smalls, you enjoyed scouring for the gift rather Loved than it. just finding it online and clicking and having it sent? To you or whoever you wanted to give it to? It feels better when somebody wraps it for you and then they give you the bag and you, you have it in your possession. It just has a different essence to it when you, you get it in person. You don't think there's a romanticism to the deliveries here? Can you go run and get it? Man, that is beautiful. Hey, that is so romantic of me. Yeah, yeah but that you know what? So here, romantic. Cece, here's the thing I always say to my wife about this. I always say, you know, because she, I'm like, another box today? Like, really? She goes, you know, it's free shipping. I said, yeah, but what's in the box is not free. And she thinks because it's free shipping. That's girl math. Come on. Just because it's free shipping doesn't mean it's free inside of it. Every I no. think we have an Amazon Prime d- delivery guy that lives at our house at this, this point. This is girl math. If you spend enough to get the free shipping, it feels free. It's basically you're getting it discounted. Girl math. Next one, Pat. I am over the Chargers getting a pass. It's completely disgraceful what's happening with that organization. It, like it, To have a quarterback that talented and be this consistently incompetent is completely unacceptable. And we're talking about this year or forever because there's never been a franchise in sports that has been consistently almost really good for as long as the Chargers have been almost really good. Whether it is Fouts or they went to the Super Bowl with Stan Humphreys, which nobody mm-hmm. remembers against the, the Niners and got destroyed. Got smoked. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then Breeze was there for a minute, obviously. Was there for, what, three years? Rivers? And now Herbert? This has been forever with this franchise. They lose to the Ravens last night. It's 13-10. Ravens have, what, a third and three. They're trying to, to close out the game. Chargers potentially trying to get the ball back. They basically do a jet sweep with Zay Flowers, who runs for a touchdown on the jet sweep. Yeah, but why go for it, though, Ev? Why go for it? You got all your timeouts. Punt the ball, pin them deep. Your defense was playing well. Think about it. Y'all had four turnovers, and I think the Ravens only had three points off of those turnovers. They were balling. The defense was fine. Kick the ball away, play defense, get a stop, and then you get a fresh set of downs. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. Why, Brandon Staley? Why? Every time you go for it, when you imagine the worst-case scenario, that's how it plays out for Justin Herbert and the Chargers. At some point, you have to realize, like, I don't know why Brandon Staley has a job today. I really don't. I don't know why he's still employed by the Chargers. They ain't going nowhere. They ain't going to make the playoffs, and he's not your coach of the future. Why is he still coaching? 
It makes no sense. You almost think he has dirt on somebody, right? I mean, right? I just can't really understand it. But, Pat, welcome. Welcome over to my side of the fence here. Because have I not been saying this, guys, since day one that we started this show? I can't understand why the Chargers are shrouded in this meh mentality. They're in the second biggest market in our country. They have a guy that we deem to be a franchise quarterback or who at least is getting paid like a franchise quarterback. There's a lot of talent on that team yet we don't care we never talk about it and I say we as the royal we as in America we talk more about the Cleveland Browns or the Cincinnati Bengals any other team that has a stumble look at the Buffalo Bills look how much oxygen we've given to the Buffalo Bills and the LA Chargers deserve the exact same treatment yet because Maybe their fan base isn't as passionate because of the the nomadic nature of the move. I just can't understand why we don't put their feet to the fire in the manner that they deserve. That's why. You just said it. You you, you compared them to the Browns, maybe the best fans in all of football. The Bengals, unbelievable fans. The Bills, the most rabid fans in all of football. That's why. Because it's falling on deaf ears. It's the same reason you wouldn't talk about the Angels as much as you would talk about the Dodgers or talk about the Lakers more than you would talk about the Clippers. L.A. is very clear in their great sports fandom. Like, L.A. Is, has great sports fans. People make it seem like they don't. I disagree with that. L.A. has great sports fans, but specifically for the teams that they love. The Lakers, the Dodgers, USC football, UCLA basketball. Those are the teams that they absolutely love. And yeah, oh, by the way, there are other teams there as well that don't get the attention. Yeah, it's almost like putting two football teams there was a bad idea. You don't say. (laughs) Next one, Pat. Uh, I don't ever want to hear anyone defend Ryan Day anymore. I'm completely over it. Your job at Ohio State is to be Michigan and win national championships. You've done neither. Consistently, this team has been the biggest disappointment in college football. And at some point, you have to blame the guy in charge. And to me, right now is that time, and Ryan Day has to go. Okay, so we've all presented the problems. Does anyone have a solution they'd like to pitch? Is there anybody you've thought about in terms of, let's get rid of, we're going to play this game out. Ryan Day is going to go to coach somewhere else, which will not be Texas A&M, by the way. Mike Elko, the Duke coach, is going to go back to A&M. He was their coordinator on the defensive side for a while. Is there anybody that anybody would like to pitch? To coach Ur- Ohio State. Urban Meyer. Just screw it. It's all about winning. <laughs> just you, No one has any morals. Just rehire Urban Meyer and call it a day. So Nuno chimes in for the first time to contribute no one has morals. That's where Nuno wanted to align himself in the lack of morals conversation. He's not okay? wrong, though. Oh, I know. He's not but, wrong. But it's funny that that's where he went. And he's – no, he's right about that. Anybody I mean, else? I, I'm just I'm just sitting here looking at it though. I, I don't know who the coach ends up being, but you've had three quarterbacks during your tenure at Ohio State. All of them have been first round draft picks. You got one national championship game appearance to show for it, and you've got what two wins against Michigan? In, one. in, in the five, one win against Michigan in four tries, right? Bruh, am I right about that? Bruh, bruh. Uh, like at some at some point, something about that has to change, and it hasn't. So I don't I don't know, man. Like I just. I, I, even beyond knowing who you're moving on to, I think it's clear and obvious that you have to move on. Would you take a shot at Vrabel? Would you do everything you can I, to get I, Vrabel? I would, listen, right now, I just we got to have a change for change's sake. Like, like I mean, it's like a breakup. You don't know what's on the other side of the breakup, who you're going to end up with, but you know you can't stay with the person that you're currently with. That's kind of how Ohio State is right now with Ryan Day. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. 
Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.